Did I miss anything? It's a whole lot. Just throw some words in the air, and whatever ones fall down, <laughs> just just say them. That's because it, it literally had everything everything in it. I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates. Proud educators. And most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to After School, School Talk, Talk Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of... I am your host, Mr. Dukes. And who are you? Is that how this goes? I feel like it was something missing when you do that. Yeah, you telling who you are. That's what's missing. I'm your host, I'm your host Mr. Dukes, and, and you your, are. Well, you, y'all know who I am. You got me confused. All right. Mail it on the ones and twos. Wait, and we, I'm your host, Mr. Dukes, and you are. Dr. Duke. Alright, bingo. Now we can go into... Uh, Melvin on the ones and twos. Nah, I ain't getting on the ones and twos, nothing. <laughs> I can't DJ at all. Speaking of DJ, um, so it's it's <laughs> been up. some it's been some uh, different virtual experiences going on um, during this quarantine time, and we've experienced some pretty dope stuff happening online. Um, the had, words uh, of the children is Liddy. It's Liddy in the city, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, we had... And just going back, um, Erica Badu did her thing uh, right, so online. I paid a dollar for that. Uh, pause right quick. Insert. I don't remember if I told y'all this, but um, by the time Melvin and I almost got divorced because he went and saw um, Outkast concert, and I technically was supposed to be at that concert, but we're not going to get into all of that. But Erica Badu was there, and I was very jealous. So he caught all of the Erica Badu concert that started at what time? One o'clock in the morning. And it ended at what time? Four o'clock in the morning. Yes. And he kept talking about it to the point where I was like, babe, um, I, this is bringing back Outcast vibes. I need and, I, and I watched all of it except the last 30 minutes. By the last 30 minutes, by 3.30, I was like, all right, E. <laughs> I'm tapping out, boo. <laughs> I am gone. I'm tapping out. I set that phone up on the uh on the edge of the couch, and I was like, I, I can't do it no more. Yeah. I'm out of here. But, um, but yeah, yeah, you had Erica that. Um, who have we seen? Debbie Allen did a salsa dance class. Yeah, she did a salsa class. Speaking of classes, different people doing uh, these online workouts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You had uh, Anthony Hamilton, and Kirk Hamilton, Franklin, yeah. Kirk Franklin, yeah, uh, Tasha Cobb, Fred Hammonds, Deborah Cox, and Tamia. Uh, yep. And then you got uh, taking the bangers. Taking the bangers. I hate I missed that one. I think I missed it too. Um, <laughs> no, I saw I saw part of it. I did. See part uh, of it. but then you got some DJs doing their thing, like the big DJ. Well, DJ, DJ Nice. Who? DJ Nice. DJ Nice or G- DJ D Nice? DJ Nice. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> clearly, I don't know the guy, but he definitely. I mean, hey, everybody that's what know I him. Do. Take a poll. Who knew DJ Nice before? Before, now? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, he's definitely a big deal. I ain't gonna lie about that. Just cause I I don't know, right, him, don't right, mean anything. But right. he is yeah, a big deal. Even Erica Badu gave him a shout out. Him. Yeah, even Erica Badu gave him a shout out. Um, on when she did her thing, but I just um, thought it was very interesting. No shade, but <laughs> when he was live on Instagram, if you didn't have a check by your name, he was not about to shout you out. <laughs> he was literally like, "What's up, Michelle Obama? What's up, everybody? What's up, Taraji?" I right. was like, "Yeah, all the rest of y'all people, y'all can stop." <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> nah, he's not gonna shout you out. Shout y'all out. But, uh, but he, we wait, what now you was but you was getting into the whole DJ DJ thing, thing. yeah um because yeah. we had some some local guys shout out to my boy uh, DJ Nightmare doing his thing DJ Nightmare um CD the influence doing his thing why um, so serious I know uh, everybody's tagline um <laughs> oh, I am that I am a if I could be a groupie I would be a DJ groupie because I love the people I like to hear 
people mix and master songs that way. Like that they, they have an ear to play one track and then they know what song to follow up behind it and they go ahead and start merging it in before the you know the other beat goes out. I love stuff like that. Yep. And then uh I don't know what she what what she just said that for. It doesn't matter. Because I like because oh know, yeah, cause yeah cause I know about they tagline. Tag yeah, right. Nightmare yeah. and then uh CD the influences why is so serious. Right. Um. And then one dude that we came across uh that just he set it a, an initial like oh I'm gonna just do a small time DJ thing and then it got you know it got, got pretty big got thousand thousand views on it. Um, like a thousand people watching while he uh, DJing, mm-hmm. and then he came back a couple of days later. And was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it again, but let's go a little bit bigger this time. And by the end of the night, he got to a right. little bit over thirty thousand. So he like, bruh, I did this the other night, got one thousand. Did it tonight, got thirty thousand. He came back the next night, was like, all right, I'm gonna do it one more time, but let's see if we can get to forty thousand. By the end of the night, this guy had over seventy thousand people that watching over him. Over seventy, over over okay, over seventy two thousand people watching him DJ, and it wow. was pretty dope. I ain't gonna lie, it was a dope experience. Just watch people talk like they were really in the club. Yes, that um, was so much uh, Talking about who they it. who they talking to, what they wearing to the club, um, what drinks they going to get, who good girl they finna go talk to. Girls going to the bathroom together, like they was really like, hey, acting girl, everything girl, out, like they were really going. Or, or people like, if you lost your keys at the DJ booth, right? But <laughs> well, but it's hot in here. Why are so many people on the dance floor? <laughs> and even and even the DJ, he was talking like it was really a club You're going really on, talking about some. Uh, hey, all y'all with a booth, y'all need to stand up on the stand up on, on the, the couch, couch right couches, now. Just yeah. stand up in the couch, all that kind of stuff. Um, like giving people a shout out, like he was really in tip a club. Y'all tip the bartender, right? And it I was, was like, it was, I ain't like, it was, it was a pretty dope experience. It was some people online online that was hating though uh, on Facebook that was talking about some people really out here. Uh, playing make believe like they going to the club. I'm like, bruh, just chill. It ain't even we that serious. Quarantine. What else it, we like, what, what else we doing? And what else we doing? So much, it was so much fun because we used our Bluetooth speaker and literally played the music like we were at a party. And so our six year old just jumping around and playing. And then our friend, remember, she sent us a video of her son behind her mm. dancing. Like, and we all was just yep. virtually at this party. But the thing about it that was inspiring, um, I wrote a blog post about it. So if you get a chance, go to nostalgia.com, N S T Y L E G I A. Again, that's N S T Y L E G I A. Um, and I posted on my Twitter, so go to my Twitter and you can see where I posted about this blog post. But I wrote a blog post about the fact that, number one, it's very inspiring to see a young black man who, on Wednesday night, had a thousand people to, you know, just just join in with him in the, for the love of music. And then, by Saturday, 72,000 people, right? But more importantly, that everything we've named that has been a part of this quarantine experience that has been sustaining us has been something with the arts, whether it was dance, TikTok. Which has gotten oh yeah TikTok has blown up, up completely. Every family got a TikTok dance or an account right now. Even even businesses, schools, yes. organizations, everybody want to come out with TikTok challenge. My school want their missions always want to do a TikTok. Oh Lord, you gonna do a dance? Probably not. <laughs> but if you look at where we have um um been the I guess you can say like the the light at the end of the tunnel or or the shining moments in this quarantine has been around music. Definitely can't say the light at the end of the tunnel because we at the very beginning, bro. You're right. So just the light during this experience has been music. But that's one of the areas in the school system that's the weakest. Yeah, the arts. All the focus is being placed on your 
core class, your math, English, science, uh, right. social studies, that there is no 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 light being shed on um right on like I say the arts. Mm-hmm. And it's I think really about away. um being roommates as we used to call ourselves. And I, my my classroom was next door to the band's classroom, and just seeing her uh go through some hard times when it came to music appreciation classes and chorus class and band classes and that she was really putting her all in but she she was not leaving until late and she was really trying to build her program up but it wasn't designed to be successful from the beginning by the way the school system is set up Mm -hmm. so if you check out that blog post it's called um the rona versus music the rona versus music the rona versus music on anastasia.com on their blog page and we talk about that there bingo well, what are we talking about here today on uh, today's episode of After School Talk? I almost forgot because I'm still in DJ land. Okay, oh so God. we are going to finish up self-made today. And then you know what we're getting into? Because the name, of, we already know the name of this podcast. Normally after we've recorded, kind of think of what the name is going to be. But the name of this is Lion, Tigers, and Scammers. So after we get into the whole Madam C.J. Walker and concluding the self-made uh, we're going to get into Joe Exotic with... Uh, Joe Exotic. What y'all know about Joe Exotic? <laughs> with Tiger King. So what make y'all sure you know about Joe Exotic? Through the rest of this episode so you can learn about Joe and Jeff and Don and Carol Baskin. We're going to talk about all of that. Well, let's hurry and get through this uh, self-made so we can get to talking about that. Right. All right. So self-made uh, recap. Give me that recap, please. So the recap, we um, got through the um, parts last parts two, which was bootstrap. Part three, which was um, Walker Girl. Correct. We've um, CJ and Sarah have uh, basically began the divorce process after he was caught cheating on her. Um, we got a, dip, a little bit into the philosophies of Booker T. Washington and W.E.B. Du Bois. Uh, we got to see that the North was living a totally different life than the South and that her daughter and, and exploring her sexuality and trying to b- b- learn more about herself decided she was going to open up a salon up North. Mm-hmm. And so... Right now, Sarah is pretty much winning, and she is she is literally leaving Addie in the dust, who is still in Indianapolis struggling with her salon. Whereas Madison Walker now has a warehouse; she mm-hmm. is um, buying a house next to Rockefeller, and on, she on is, her way to being a millionaire, if not already yeah, a millionaire. Yeah, if not already a millionaire. Because by the end of the episode, we realized that um, uh, Madam C.J. Walker is in the Guinness Book of World Records for being the first self-made. A female uh, millionaire. First self-made female millionaire. And notice I didn't say first black self-made female millionaire, but she was the first self-made female um, millionaire. I don't know if that's in the world. or No, it can't be in the world. Might, might, I don't know. Um, in the world, Craig. Might, might be the yeah, United just, I don't I'm know, but she was, she was just <laughs> doing, she was, she, she was doing her thing. Like I say, she had a house next door to Rockefeller. Oh, and speaking of Rockefeller, did you all know? Because I did not know this. I did not know Spelman College was named after Rockefeller's wife. Whose um, maiden name was Spelman? Her maiden name was Spelman. So that's that's where uh, Spelman College got its name from. That's who started that. Do some uh, research on that because I I definitely didn't know it, and I'm going to do some research on it. Um. Anyway, I think because I don't really like to do research, but we'll see. Um, get <laughs> y'all little get y'all little homework assignment. I ain't gonna do it. Um. <laughs> but yeah. So that's a little tidbit. Um. Millionaire living next door to Rockefeller. Um. But in this last episode, uh, the divorce gets finalized with CJ. Um. And CJ, Madam CJ. Uh. They finalized that. Um. We come to find out what else. Uh, oh, one other thing that we talked about in the last episode was. L- 
Lelia. I ain't going there. Lelia. <laughs> then that's her. That's how you say her name. Um, even though she was messing around with this girl, man, CJ Walker didn't even know that they was like messing around, like little hanky panky, uh, kissing, making but out, we, stuff like that. What we said on the last episode was that everybody kind of hinted around it, right? Hinted around it, but, yes. But I don't. I don't remember Madam C.J. Walker ever saying nothing. The the granddad, well, C.J.'s daddy mm-hmm. would say stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, John, John wa- observed, observed different things. We, they, they, they made sure camera angles and everything was in place, so we knew that John kind of paid attention. But I don't know if Madam but C.J. Just, did. Right, but just based on the film, Madam C.J. Walker didn't necessarily uh, acknowledge it right, because until the, for sure in that fourth episode. Because in the fourth episode, she kind of tries to hook her up with a guy. Yep. And... Kind of a good thing. She um realizes like she don't want to be with him. She sees her daughter sitting on the you know sitting in the room just kind of oh, I'm just listening to this man talk. Cause mama say I gotta get a husband, and she you know basically pretends like something is happening. She has to take her away from him, and she was she apologizes mm-hmm. for trying to put that pressure on her to marry a man and be with a man. So that was good. And and, and we also learned that um Madam C D Walker is getting sick. Uh, she got kidney failure. Um, and she really wants, oh, yeah, I've she, heard about that, yeah, yeah. And, and she really wants, uh, to have grandkids to keep this whole legacy alive and stuff like that. Um, but by the end of the, uh, the, the movie or the, the film or whatever, we see that they end up adopting or taking in, um, one of the local girls that they kind of became fond of. And she's one of the ones that kind of continues the legacy on along with Madam CJ Walker's real daughter. Um, she does her thing too, but this other girl they kind of, like I said, became fond of. She took it, you know, a step further as well because she became the president of the Walker Company in nineteen. Let me not throw out dates and years and stuff like that, but she did, <laughs> right? But she did become the president at some point. So, but they, you know what's crazy? We ain't talking about this. Well, Esther was supposed to meet her at the train station. Esther was supposed to meet who at the train station? The daughter. Esther was supposed to meet the daughter at the train station. To move to New York with her. Oh, that's why she got a new girl in the fourth one. Yeah, because Esther, remember, she was like, just don't worry about everything. Just meet me at the train station. So she was like, okay. And she gets to the train station. The man is like, Are you coming or going? You come in. She's looking around like, I'm going. I'm gone. Because she ain't never come. That's right. So that's what, you know what? I watched the whole fourth episode and was like, oh, they got a new actress to play the girlfriend. Uh Get off my phone. I, I was like, this ain't the same girl from the original. Okay, well, I guess they they Claire Hux. I mean, not Claire Hux, but uh, what's the other show? Aunt Viv. Aunt Viv. Um, uh, from uh, Aunt Viv. Talk. Fresh Prince and what's the name from Family Matters? Both of them, both of the women got replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I thought happened. But yeah, Esther left her, or it didn't show up, and then she got to the next spot, and now she got a new girl. Wow, mm-hmm. she rich. She yeah, she was gay. <laughs> she was gay. Oh yeah. She, Based yeah. off the film. Based off the film, she she she, she was a homosexual, yeah, which is nothing knew. wrong with that. No, but yeah, she. she but yeah, she, she knew was, like that's that. That's what I prefer. Yep. Mama got me out here talking to these boys. Yep, and this ain't what I want to do. Right. Okay. So we are gonna pivot. Uh, I think we hit on the summary part, right? Yeah. Oh, you and we went into some. And we went into okay. the last episode. You was you was all over the place. This this you. <laughs> Wait, we were we, we were talking about a summary at first. Yes, I thought we jumped right on into what episode four was about. Well, did we give everything? Is no. that er- okay? What else we got to talk about? Oh Lord, what else happening in, in, in the last crazy, four? Y'all. Okay, so this is a part that really this is something that happened very 
only one person I saw touch on this, and that was Brian Murray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so if you get a chance, please look at his, read his blog. It's called Fried Died, and I'm on the villain side. Um, you can find it at Iconic Trash. That's a I-C-O-N-I-C trash iconic trash dot wordpress dot com and the name of the blog post again is fried died and i'm on the villain side he brings up the character sweetness mm-hmm. so sweetness who was played by bill bellamy yep come on bill bellamy how to be a player one of my favorite films oh yeah how to be a player i was about to say booty call no was he in that that's Jamie Foxx. You that always want to put... No, I'm saying... I know Jamie Foxx was in there, but I thought Bill Bellin was in Booty Call too, but I guess not. Okay, you just said Booty Call on After School Talk. I don't know how I feel about that. But anyway... Well, after, after School, school Talk. Right, exactly. After school. Okay, all right. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, Sweetness is the numbers guy, they say. Mm-hmm. So, he will be looked at in um, modern day time as the gambler. He the right. one that get your money and try to flip it. And you know, Bring you back your your percentage. Yeah, but and then he gonna take a little commission for it for himself. That's Absolutely. how he make his own money. So Ransom, who is Madam C.J. Walker's lawyer, is the one who introduces Sweetness to us because that's his cousin. Right. So he um wanted to make sure that Madam C.J. Walker had um did have money to Invest. begin the warehouse or to build a warehouse or to buy it. So he did a deal with Sweetness, and so the wife. Ransom's wife was like, you know, you're going to have to tell her that you didn't, you you know, you've gotten dirty money, but pretty much this is not honest money and she's not going to want any parts of that. So from there, Sweetness, his image was the, for lack of a better word, like the thug. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, he wasn't the likes of the rest of the family. He wasn't an honest worker. He wasn't an educated guy. Oh, excuse me. Right. And, but he was, um, very flashy dressed. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, smooth talking, real, you know, so slickster yeah. or whatever, right? But then we get to the point where when they moved, um, and Madam C.J. Walker moved and got the big mansion next to uh, Rockefeller, the uh, ransom, the lawyer, was there with her at the house for a while. And while he was there, Sweetness was supposed to be looking after his son and his wife. Mm-hmm. And he gets the phone call that Sweetness was at the ice cream store with the son. Mm-hmm. That a group of older white boys bumped into the sun and made him um, drop his, ice cream, drop his cone. ice cream cone. And when Sweetness told the boys to apologize, they did not like that. And they went and got their fathers and they hung Sweetness. Right. And it was like, it, it's, <laughs> it's a pivotal point because one... We've only really seen like two signs of racism in this movie. Mm-hmm. When Ransom was the bellhop at the train station and the man was, boy, did you get my, did you get uh, a scratch on my luggage? You know, y- y'all think now that y'all free, y'all can do what you want to do? And it's, wait mm-hmm. a minute. And then now we go all the way into where somebody has been lynched. Right. And so, I think, I think for me that part was, it was really sad because it's a reflection sometimes of how the hood works. Elaborate for us, please. Um, there are people who at the outside world will look at it as just, oh, he's just a thug. Mm-hmm. Or he just, he ain't nobody, he don't do whatever. He's selfish, into himself, right. owned by making money, only into the street right. life and all this kind of stuff. But they really, you don't know that them guys out there hustling make that money. Like Biggie said, I'm just trying to get money to feed my daughter. Right, like, I'm doing really this for my family. They literally come back and give money right. to their family. Right. And, 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 and that's that's all I'm trying to do. And it'll and look bad and you, 
you really you you don't want to be associated with me. Mm-hmm. You too educated. You don't went to college, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm just trying to do what best I know to do. Right. I'm, I got the same goals you have. I just got a different way of life or a way of getting it and all this kind of stuff. Because like you said, Ransom didn't want to have anything to do with it. He wanted to get the money and then be gone from done with him, all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But in the end, he was like, bruh, my cousin just died trying to defend me and my family. Me and my family. He died for my family. Mm-hmm. But I've been trying to write him off all this time. Mm-hmm. And like you and, said, and Brian, just, and Brian says that. He said it wasn't sweetness wasn't the villain it was the construct that ransom developed of him it was the concept of what you thought he was right that made him like a villain but he really wasn't and it's funny because um this after school talk because i can't help but tie it into you know something school related but it goes in hand with a student in particular that i've taught i've seen recently i've gone fishing with him recently when he tells us the story of how teachers knew him before he got to the school, before he got to high school, teachers knew exactly who he was and didn't want to have anything to do with him. But his thing was, I'm only acting like this because the way y'all treat me, y'all treat me like I'm I'm trying to be good. But every time I walk through the door, y'all looking at me like, don't do this, don't do that, sit over there, sit over. I I'm I'm straight. I'm, if you just I'm let me be me, me, I'm actually good to go. Y'all the one got to beef with me because of what y'all heard in my past. Now y'all trying to treat me like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of goes goes hand to hand like it's the it's the construct you've created right it's exactly exactly man that's crazy and I think too the other sad part is this once sweetness gave ransom that money he wanted to invest in Madam C J Walker's business and he was like why can't I invest in it why can't I why can't I come up you know whatever and at the time it's like cause you. I hit gambling. Right, because you, you, because you, you, you. Yep, because you, you. That's it, because you, That's you. It. But, but that could have been the moment that changed everything Everything's. about Sweetness' mm-hmm. life. He now, he no longer goes by Sweetness, he goes by his real name. <laughs> you know, starting with that. He want to be a legit uh, person, a citizen of, of, of the world now. <laughs> he going to go by what, what's his real Whatever name? his real name. Uh, Tyrone something. <laughs> Cause I would he, he look like a Tyrone or something. He does. Bill Bellamy, like his name would be Everybody Tyrone. got these upstanding names. <laughs> Charles. Uh, Benjamin, uh, Theodore, Booker, William, Tyrone, <laughs> Tyrone Sweetness Johnson. <laughs> I know that's what I sweet. Tyrone Sweetness Johnson. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you're right. That made me think of the MC Hammer song, Your Sweetness. I just, like, if it was the 90s movie, that's how he would have pulled up in an old Mercedes with gold rings on. <laughs> on, on all the things. Right. But yeah, Every last one of them. Sweetness definitely was a, was a, a part where, um, we you can use that to talk about the uh, images that you will put on other people, which again, if you want to expand it, goes into the image of Addie. Now Addie did some shady stuff too. Addie did, but you already stuff. you already was looking at Addie kind of differently. If we go with the colorism okay. aspect, where yep. it was, mm, she always gonna have a better life than us because she likes mm, mm-hmm. those kind of things. Now, lastly, for Madam C.J. Walker, mm-hmm. the the <laughs> what is it? The the volcano that exploded mm-hmm. was that everybody comes back to Indianapolis to to go to Sweetness Sweetness funeral, and now Madam C J Walker is to the point where she is living next to Rockefeller. She mm-hmm. is the Madam C J Walker, right? Yep. The interesting part that had all of us go, wait a minute, did that just happen? Was that after the funeral, she's leaving the church. Mm-hmm. Addie confronts her to say. I know you stole my formula. Mm-hmm. Now, 
if you go back to I think three, you see where Addie calls her. No, that's that's in four. That's in four. Okay, Addie calls her like I know you stole my formula. Man, I see you walk on, say nothing other than you got the wrong number. I don't know what like, you're talking girl, about. Girl, bye. bye, bye, Felicia. Hangs up, and so Ransom is like, I handle it. You know, thinking, and I'm thinking, yeah, she harassing this girl and saying this, but it's confirmed twice actually. She pops up at CJ's hotel and says, I can't believe you told her. You were supposed to go to the grave with that. You were supposed to go to the grave with that. And so everybody keep, and then we go to the funeral. So now, okay, so he says that. Then we get to the funeral, and when Addie walk up to her to say that, she basically went, well, okay, wait. So you stole her for me? And your response is, well, you are now a millionaire off of her formula? Okay, so here's this is why because I'm some go. people probably waiting on me to blow up when she said well no, and all that kind of stuff. This is why I'm about to flip the table on Melvin, y'all. Um, but I don't. I'm still not looking at her like you stole her formula. All you said that ain't how I'm doing it. How? Because like my that? thing is this. My thing is this. All I did was take a product. Keyword take. And sold it. <laughs> Keyword take. <laughs> all all you had to do was take that product and sell it. But if you But you devoted your whole life, mm-hmm. your whole life to just catching up with me. But see, no, you go no, no, let me finish. You go mm-hmm. do what you want to do with your product and go do, do X, Y, and Z, do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Don't spend your time following me trying to figure out what I'm doing, how you can do, outdo me and be better than me, all that kind of stuff. Go do your own thing. Right. So I, I don't care nothing about stealing the product. I'm cool with it. Okay, mm-hmm. she stole the product. It, it's all well and good in my book. Mm-hmm. You go take that same product and what you going to do with it? Right. You did absolutely nothing. Instead, you, you spent your whole next few years following me and trying to figure out what I'm doing, all this kind of stuff. So I don't care nothing about her stealing the product. I, I'm good with on that. And while that would be <coughs> fine if you want to have a conversation on bullying, but it's not about bullying. It's about you l- legally. <laughs> what you can't do is take somebody's uh, product and then go take it for yourself and sell it. Even And I think the problem was this. We had been painted a picture that Addie was such a terrible person, right, this whole time. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying to myself, if all we saw of Addie was at the beginning, Sarah get her hair done with her, and you don't know nothing about Addie anymore. And then you see this person walk up to her like you stole my product. We would we would be livid. Cause because how can you do that to somebody? How did you how did you just go make money off of somebody else's invention or thing? And some people were saying, Well, you remember they said it smelled and she said she changed it. Okay, that's fine. I, I just want to know why the writers didn't make her say that. Be like, girl, yes, I did, mm-hmm. but I made it better. Mm-hmm. So it's not your product anymore because I added a little jojoba oil and teacher oil, and now it's better. That was that was the challenge. That I, I didn't I didn't like the fact that the writers would even put that in there. Mm-hmm. Why even make that a thing that she stole something from her? Because now it, it brings about this idea that I can be a millionaire if I take what somebody else did, if that person is mean to me. So if you're mean to me, I can take whatever it is you have and then and then go be a millionaire because that's that's free range. Once you're mean to me, it's free range for me to do what I want to do with it. I, I agree with you in the fact of the writer should have clearly uh, stated or implied or whatever 
that there was a minor difference between the two, like you said about the smell. Um, and it, that definitely, I don't think, was in uh, Madam C.J. Walker's product. I think that distinction should have been put put out there, um, because, like you say, it it, it does kind of uh, imply that okay, it is acceptable to steal yeah, under certain want. measures, mm-hmm. under certain predicament. We're we gonna look at sweetness like he's such a bad person because he gambled. But I mean, Madam C.J. Walker, I mean, she can feel that. That's fine because that lady was mean to her and she likes skin. So yeah, for the for the sake of the movie, um, you're absolutely right. Uh, that I, it, they should have other- went a little bit further into stating why she did what she did mm-hmm. and what the difference really was in the two products. Not to mention if you or that there was a difference in the two products or there was a difference. And if you was cool with it, off of the fact that she mistreated you, let's say you was like, I don't. She she said, I don't care. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this and show her that I can do this right, and I steal it. Mm-hmm. Then why did CJ have to take it to the grave with him? Ain't nothing to hide. Right. Girl, it's nothing to hide. When she came in the kitchen, you wouldn't have put the little thing over the pot so she couldn't see what you was doing. There's nothing to hide. The fact that you are hiding lets me know that you know something is wrong in what you're doing. That this I shouldn't do it. That's not that's not what I should be doing. But again, this is not actual people doing this. Why did the writers set it up that way? Like why did you want us to in the end did you did you want us to have sympathy for Eddie in the end? Did you did you want us to be like, no, nah, that's what you supposed to? Like, I don't know what what they were going for, but I just feel like that whole part, it was it was good enough to get us talking about it and wanting to watch it and have a discussion. Mm-hmm. But I'm not quite sure if that was the intentions of the writers. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure. That's the only part I was like, I don't. And, and you will never know unless you have a conversation with the writers, um, because yep. it could go either way. One could be. We really didn't think about it like that. It, it's just something that the viewers caught on to and made a conversation about. Or it could be, yeah, that's what we really want y'all to mm-hmm. pay attention to from this, uh, from this film, and that she did still and try to try to make her own and 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 take that away, and you know y'all kind of figure out what the reason for her for 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 stealing it, and like you said, because she was mean to me, that's why I did it. It is what it is. And I don't, I don't care nothing about, about it. <laughs> so it, it could but go too, either way. You, like we said before, the the writers definitely played up the fiction portions. Like they said, there's no such thing as sweetness. Um. Eddie and Madam C.J. Walker really didn't have a, you know, a beef with each other. Mm. Matter of fact, Madam C.J. Walker used to work for her in real life. So they definitely played up the parts to make oh, yeah. it more. Um, Had to make it all count uh, yeah. for the for the length of the movie because they were moving swiftly. Yes. Yes, that's the only they thing. They could have, bro, you really could have made this about six series, six episodes. Right. Some stuff you got to think, it, like, was, wait, it, was a, it was, it was, it was probably, if you put all the, 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 all four films together, they're probably right at three hours long. But those three hours covered everything from her being with her original, her first husband, all the way until uh, what was what was that final thing? I guess her like really becoming a, a millionaire, yeah. living with uh, the, con- the big conference. She yeah, the big conference that she had. Yeah, and and that was a, a nice little span of time right there. Mm-hmm. That was at least twenty I'll years, think, I think. The whole. Um, here's the interesting thing it's inspired by her life right mm-hmm. but then in the end you gave real facts mm-hmm. but you didn't give all the real facts well it's a whole bunch of real facts so what, what, just, what facts it, that you think no I just find it interesting that you it's like it's inspired by her life so it ain't really real mm-hmm. but then this is what really happened to the real characters at the end mm-hmm. But then now you have like the family of Annie Mon Annie Annie Malone Annie Monroe, 
wife's character, her the real family of that character, are coming out saying like that wasn't true and this wasn't true and that and this this this. So it's like, well, yeah, why did y'all even mention anything in the end of the movie? Just close it. Cause well, no, no, I don't agree to that. I mean, because with any uh, not documentary, but any kind of historic film like this right here, it's gonna always give you some facts at the end. I can't give you all of the facts. I already told you that this film was inspired by, so it's not gonna be the absolute truth. So they can stand on that, I, I feel. I'm not a lawyer or anything like that, but I feel like they can stand on that in, in court all day. We never said this was based off of facts um, from, you know, Madam C.D. Walker's <coughs> life and experience and stuff like that. This is just inspired by. But then in the end, we are going to give you all a couple of facts from uh, uh, from some of the, the key characters uh, in the movie that we want to, to put out there. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, and I, I really don't think if anybody trying to sue or Maddie, Maddie yeah, yeah, uh, anything it. like that, they wouldn't get anything out of it because where, yeah. where did they go wrong with? I, fact, I, I wouldn't know. use it as a time to sue. I'll use it as a time of exposure. There you the go. It, maybe exposure, well, not even, I, I won't even use the word exposure, but um, to educate, to educate on what the, oh, I, but exposure is like, Ha <laughs> ha, got you. I'm going no, to no, put no. you on blast. I'm saying exposure like for what? Re- like, hey, my aunt really. I still like educate great. better. <laughs> oh my God, I ain't dealing with you. All right, moving on. Okay, y'all, let's get into this next part. We are going against this lad. The, the other crave that's been happening. Um, there, well, we got a few minutes left with y'all. So, we watched Tiger King. Tiger King. Tiger King. First nah. of all, let me say this real quick. Oh, so you gonna? Go I haven't. I, I'm gonna just say this real quick. I haven't even watched the entire thing. I watched like part of the beginning, some of the middle, part of the last <laughs> quarter, really? and then the very end. And boy, I got enough to talk about for days because this junk is a trip. Now go ahead. <laughs> I, I basically you said what I was gonna say. It's not enough time in the world to go through everything on the Tiger King. We would have to do just like we did with this episode, but I don't want to do all that. Cause, because it's such a... Uh, Jacked up. Yeah, it's a, what, like everybody see, you know how everybody say, um, it's like a train wreck that you can't turn away from. Like, can't you gotta turn keep watching. It, huh. First of all, <laughs> this is... A, I thought that this was just going to eventually be about, I don't know, somebody snuck over into one of the zoos or the rescue, whatever they call these places, mm-hmm. and stole a tiger, and these people have been fighting over a tiger, I guess. Y'all, if you have not watched it, stop right now. Don't listen to nothing else. If you don't, if that's if you plan to watch it. If you plan to watch it, don't listen to nothing else. I'm about to tell it all. But if you are saying, I'm not going to watch it, but I just want to hear about it, here we go. We see everything from uh, tigers, um, a cold case murder, a murder for hire, meth heads, suicide. Polygamy, homosexuality, millionaires, fraud, scammers. Did I miss anything? It's a whole lot. Just throw some words in the air and whatever ones fall down, <laughs> just just say them. That's because it, it literally had everything everything in it. Uh, but getting eat, uh, uh, somebody's arm got ripped off by a tiger. My lord. It was everything. And the funny part is this. First of all, just like we said before with the DJs, with the um, the ones who were hating, like, I don't see how y'all can, you know, have a virtual party at your house or whatever. There are people was that were saying, like, I don't get the point of this tire king while y'all watching it. Please go out, walk outside, just go on catch the Rona. Just go on outside, catch the Rona, because you, 
it's no way in the world you can tell me that you did not watch this and could not stop. Like you, you have to keep going through the rest of the episodes because right. it just gets more and more extreme. Right. And because it's just like just finding out that Joe Exotica, like okay. This guy, he we didn't even talk about. He ran for governor. He, he ran, ran for, for governor. governor for the state of Oklahoma, <gasps> like the whole governor, and got like, nineteen percent of the votes. And we ain't talking about just the mayor of the street or the town. We talking about governor of the state. Mm-hmm. He ran for it. Mm-hmm. He legit thought. Well, no, back up. What? He actually ran for president first, right? Oh. He ran for yeah, president ran first, for president. and then he You're backed right. up and ran for governor. You're right. He ran for president. And this could have been y'all president, people. <laughs> this good. That's why you need to watch the watch the show. Look at what y'all could have <laughs> could have had. That should have been Trump whole thing. Boy, look at him, Joe Exotica. Which mm, mm. <laughs> what is the difference at the end of the day? Mm, mm, mm. But even when the point, I remember some of the people posting comments like this: husband, husbands, like that. Joe had two husbands. Two husbands at the two. same time. At the same time, come on, future two husbands. That one of them was so high out of his mind, and that's the crazy part, y'all. When the dude that was his campaign manager was sitting there, you watch that part. Yeah, yeah. When the dude that was sitting right there, and, and he, he, but he first of all, first of all, shout out to um my daughter's god, um mother Janiqua. Janiqua pointed this out. That guy, first of all, was sitting there and said, "I was Joe's campaign manager, and I uh that was the worst experience of my life. Horrible, <laughs> like horrible. This man's already telling you it was the worst experience of my life. But he was sitting there with the guy, and the guy he said that guy always walked around was pointing guns at people, mm-hmm. always, and I and they have. That's the other thing. Joe was constantly show, shooting at reality shows. So there's tons of video footage. It was. No, but it still is. It's like we still have some footage, but okay. the other old footage got burnt up, which they right. think they think Joe was the one who burnt the footage. Craziness. And burnt the alligators with the right. footage. Mm-hmm. But that he had, um, the guy had the gun, and he told him, stop playing around with it. And he was like, man, the... Let's just say the safety. I don't even know what word he used, but he was like, you can't shoot if the safety is on. And then he put the gun to his head mm-hmm. and pulled the trigger and the gun went off. Yep. And you literally see this poor white boy with glasses just freeze freeze for about a minute. Like I thought the TV had paused. So I thought uh, uh, Netflix was tripping, mm-hmm. but this guy had actually paused for about a whole minute. After he got shot. And I'm just like, bro, what the world is going on? And, of course, you don't know exactly what happened until um, until he uh, start back talking or, or as he's going into it. But um, he completely froze. Like I said, the, the husband ended up uh, shooting himself in the head. Uh, he was kind of off camera. So, well, he definitely was off camera. So, you couldn't actually see yeah, what was going him. on. You, you just see, saw, you saw the, uh, the campaign manager's face. And, like I said, it was like, whoa, 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 wait. And you assume it goes pow, and then his face is like, oh, and he goes. Because you saw the flash. You saw the flash, and he just sits there. So they're still talking, but you're assuming that, I don't know, they just froze the screen. Nope, that dude was sitting there just staring at him. He said it was like a movie. Like, this couldn't even happen. Mm -hmm. Then go to the funeral. Did you see the funeral? Uh, I didn't see. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see the film with, with Ooh, the mom on the front. What? I need you to focus. With the mom on the front. Which, 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 focus, so we can know whether or not you what you saw, what you didn't see. I saw the uh, the funeral <laughs> with the with the mama sitting on the front seat on uh, the front row. Y'all, please excuse my language, but this man is sitting on the front seat talking about this man's genitals, <laughs> while the man's mama is on the front row at mm-hmm. the funeral. 
that and that the funeral took place. I think it was at the zoo. I, it looked like it was. Then he made like a memorial for him out of like garbage and flowers and two uh, ATVs. Oh Lord! It was just unlike and it, the whole the whole documentary is mm-hmm. unlike anything you ever anything. seen or would expect. Like you wouldn't expect none Nothing. of this. Every time you get to a point, it's something else. Like Carol Baskin, everybody that you've seen saying that she fed her husband to the tigers. I a hundred percent agree. This lady, her husband disappears right before, um, and right before he disappears, he's telling his family and everybody how he's about to divorce her, how he's gonna take the tigers and the money and go to Costa Rica, and then he disappears. I think the icing on the cake for me with Carol was this. When she went to get the will that originally had somebody else's name on it as the power of attorney, she not only gets gets it changed, but also changes the will to read that um, in, in, what is it, in light of, or, uh, how do you say it on the will? In the event of death or disappearance. Now, like everybody said, everybody, we all know we're going to die. So that's right. why most will say. In death. And that's it. And that's it. But yours says, or or, or disappearance. disappearance. Like, if, if we know he dead, or we can't find him, and he go missing for a certain amount of time, Bruh. well, we still going to include that in, in the death process. In the death process. hmm Yes. And she got that changed, and therefore, that's how she ended up with her millions of dollars, and she had all the tigers. Jesus. Somewhere, like they said, Dawn, and she was just, it was just so fake. Like, you could tell she was fake about it. So that's, and I think that's why people um, really started to look at the fact that Joe was bringing light to the fact of this woman, like, that's what she done did. She, that's what she done did. (laughs) That's what she did. She killed her husband. So then it turned into a, um, a war between Carol and Joe. Mm-hmm. And in the end, like they said, Joe so far has won. I mean, not Joe's won. Carol no, has won. Yeah, Sorry. Carol. Joe is in prison. Just, and just because she got that long money. Like, mm-hmm. she, she got she the money. She literally had enough money to hire lawyers to just wear him out. Yeah. You, you like, just I'm can't not afford looking, to, I'm not even looking to, to gain me. anything. I'm not looking to gain anything. I just want to do you in. So I'm just going to hire lawyers to continue this whole battle until you say, you know what? I can't afford it no more. Well, we won. And then, but you remember she was supposed to collect a million. He was supposed to collect a million dollars from him. She went on about that, Bruh, She even took the man's mama's head. house. She took the man's mama's house. <laughs> what? And like we all said, everybody in there was a scammer. Jeff, the guy that he ended up um, signing the zoo over to in the end, yep. and come to find out he the one that set him up for the murder for hire. Oh yeah, because that was another thing. They they tried to get him on the charge of murder for hire. That he tried to hire one of the employees to kill Carol Baskin. Mm-hmm. The most flimsy case I've ever seen in my life. Flimsy case I've ever seen in my life. Like, we, I, listen, I, I've watched enough Law & Order to know that one's going to work. That one, yeah, that one's going to work. <laughs> that one's going to work. Don't quite work like that. That one's going to work. But don't then, quite work like that. It was just crazy. I've never seen any show with scammers and all of that going on. Um, maybe one day that's what we can do next. We can get Brian on here to kind of go through because he Brian know how to break down <laughs> all of those different. Like, okay, so pay attention to this part. He might be ve- uh, here very soon. Very very soon. Very very soon. Make that happen. You telling <clears throat> me to make it happen? No, I'm saying we we gonna make oh. that happen. <laughs> we gonna make that happen. Yes. But if you have not watched Tiger King, catch up on that. 
Um, I mean, it, well, now you can kind of heard it. Even with you, I'm being honest with y'all. Even with you hearing us talk about it, you still not gonna catch it. Right. There's still things that you gonna be like, dang, for real? Are you serious? Like that happened and this going on? All yeah. But then the other thing that's interesting about we this is we need to talk about the man look like Chucky. Oh wow, yeah, the, the I can't stand him. <laughs> can't stand that guy. Can't, but and we ain't gonna tell you who it is because you can go look it up yourself. Right. Um, but and then it's interesting the 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 know and understand and realize that all of this happened like the the real scandal stuff happened within the last two or three years. Mm -hmm. So this ain't like no old stuff like in 2000, 2005, something like that. No, this was happening like 17, 18, last year, 19. Mm -hmm. Like this is fairly recent. Recent. Fairly recent. Recent. So te definitely check it out. Also, we got uh, based off these last couple of episodes that we've gone through, we got two things that everybody need to watch. Um, first of all, listen to all of our episodes, and then go ahead and listen to or watch Self Made, mm -hmm. uh, a story inspired by Madam C J Walker on Netflix, and then the other one to watch is Tiger King. Tiger King also on Netflix. What else you want to add to it, Doc? Mm, no, that's like I think of. Bingo. So go on, give us our closing. Share, follow, listen, watch, subscribe. Da, 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 da. Go ahead, hit it. Yeah, all, all of that he said. Ah. Follow us on Instagram at After School Talk, Twitter at Dr. Sharon Dukes or Two Dukes Up. And we will be talking to you guys later. Peace.